I'm David Webb, Director of Investments at JMBA Financial Advisors in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We're recording this discussion on February 8th, 2023. Today, I'm with a longstanding member of our investment committee, John Foster, also a senior advisor and investment strategist. Thank you for joining me here today, John. Yeah, great to be here, David. John, after a very challenging 2022 for investors, both bonds and stocks are off to a solid start, despite what one might consider to be mixed earnings results and a still hawkish Fed. In your mind, what gives? Yeah, David, you know, I think it's been certainly a solid start to the year and really a good fourth quarter last year. Uh, we had sent around a piece in the fourth quarter of last year just talking about you know, what had been a really challenging environment, but how negative sentiment had gotten on equities, you know, people had set the bar really low. And in that piece, we had talked about, you know, how better uh, news on the inflation front and a little bit uh, of a friendlier Federal Reserve uh, could very well lead to a big rally. And we've certainly seen inflation come down a little bit. Uh, We've seen the Fed uh, really kind of come close to the end of their tightening cycle here, uh, only doing a, a quarter point hike here at their meeting uh, last week. And so a bit more accommodative Fed, a bit friendlier in fa- inflation data, all on the back of extremely negative sentiment, uh, really set the stage for, for a big rally here. And we've seen equities finish the year out strong uh, in 2022 and really start 2023 strong, uh, where, you know, stocks are about 15% off their lows now. So a real nice rally for the equity market, uh, but certainly uh, likely to be some volatility yet ahead. Thanks, John. And I know as, a, as at the investment committee level, we've talked quite extensively about all the things that no one really expected that um, are sort of coming into play now. I think uh, in particular, you know, Europe is, is a bright spot and everyone was expecting that to be uh, quite weak. And even now China is reopening, uh, which, which is sort of stimulating the global market. So, you know, the Fed uh, does continue to remain hawkish, as I mentioned earlier. Um, just last week, they hiked their short-term rates by another quarter of a point to 4.5%, um, which is great for savers. And, you know, stocks rallied nicely after the meeting. Um, but I, I guess, what are your thoughts in terms of, you know, do we need to see the Fed pause in the rate hiking campaign before stocks can find a firmer footing? Or does it seem like we'll still have quite a bit of volatility this year until we get sort of the all clear? Yeah, I don't know if we'll need to see a pause per se. You know, certainly it's helped here that they've slowed their pace. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, we've seen a real strong rally in equities, and that's happened while the Fed's been raising rates. Uh, so I don't know if we necessarily need to see the Fed pause, but certainly uh, show that they're coming to the end of this tightening cycle. And it looks like that's where they're at. You know, we talked a lot in 2022 about the Fed really being behind the curve and chasing that two-year Treasury note higher uh, pretty much all of last year or all of last year. Uh, the two-year note, which the Fed tends to follow, was higher than the Fed funds rate. Well, now today, the two-year note's at 4.4%, and the Fed funds is at 4.5%. And so the Fed's finally caught up and, and passed by the two-year note, which really, you know, to, to us as an investment committee, signaling that we're very close to the end of this tightening cycle. Uh, on top of that, we talked about how uh, 
before the rate hikes end, the 10-year note will usually peak. And the 10-year note got up to about 4.3% October of last year, and that's down to 3.6% today. So uh, we've seen the Fed continue to raise rates, but they've now raised the Fed funds above the two-year rate, uh, which shows that they've kind of finally caught up to the yield curve. We've actually seen longer-term rates come down. So certainly signs are all pointing to the Fed being very close to the end of this cycle. John, I think that's a great point. I, you know, as we think a little bit about where expectations were when sentiment was pessimistic, as you described, uh, a lot of investors expected the Fed's to the Fed to hold rates um, at a higher level once they achieved it. Now the markets are actually expecting cuts, and I guess one of the things that um, that, that I know we've thought a lot about is just that, that, that there's an entirely big difference between uh, both pausing on the rate hiking cycle and actually cutting rates. And the worry would just be, you know, if we need to cut rates, then maybe something's wrong and maybe we've entered into a recession. But the latest quarterly GDP figures were outstanding. The last jobs report was uh, just an amazing report. And, and earnings aren't really falling all that much, although they're down a little bit year over year. So um, I, I guess... It, what what really at this point could throw a monkey wrench into the best laid plans of of, of most investors as it looks like the economy has a little bit more momentum than when maybe what people expected not that all, all that long ago. Yeah, I think the economy certainly to this point has been resilient. You know, a lot of people thought uh, we'd perhaps see a recession in 2022, uh, but some of the longer term indicators too are still pointing in that direction. Uh, you know, we've now had an inverted yield curve for the better part of a year, uh, which is usually a fairly accurate predictor uh, of economic recessions. Um, it, you know, and it's really going to come down to how does the consumer hold up as we've seen the biggest reversal ever in fiscal and monetary stimulus uh, when you kind of combine the two. You know, we had all the COVID measures that were, you know, pumping fiscal stimulus into the economy. And then on top of that, we had interest rates set at zero. And this is really a gigantic adjustment to higher interest rates and taking away a fiscal stimulus. And so far, it's held up pretty well on its own. Um, but I, I think that's, you know, time will tell if, if the economy can avoid recession or not, as Fed policy tends to act with a lag. And right now, really, some of the, you know, the Fed raised rates for only about nine months here. And it's usually considered six to 12 months that, you know, there's a lag to uh, monetary policy. And so we're just now seeing some of the early effects uh, of higher rates really impact the economy. Uh, so, it, you know, I think still a recession could throw a monkey wrench into it. Obviously, we have oh, an ongoing war, uh, heightened geopolitical risks with China, uh, and then how well earnings hold up, you know, on the back of uh, higher rates and, and maybe uh, less demand from consumers. So, you know, we're still expecting a, a volatile year for equities, uh, but we've really kind of gone from a very oversold condition with a lot of negative pessimists, uh, a lot of pessimism uh, on the stock market to now uh, people viewing that glass as half full, ver half full versus half empty and then higher equity prices that ensued. So, it, you know, I think with earnings growth expected to be flat uh, and a bit of volatility ahead, 
Uh, for now, the equity market's perhaps a bit stretched and, and will maybe struggle from, from these levels to get uh, you know, decent gains. Uh, but time will certainly tell and, and certainly not out of the woods yet as far as the economy is concerned. Sure, sure. Thanks. Well, it has been amazing to see how well uh, markets have held up in the aggregate over the last uh, half year as we've had um, just a move from uh, basically free money or zero interest rate environment into what is far more of a normalized um, uh, status quo today. So thanks, John, for the great discussion. And uh, thank you very much for listening today. I hope you will visit jmba.com and tune into our other videos and podcasts where we cover both investment and financial life planning topics. Thank you for your continued trust in JMBA, not just as your financial advisor, but also as your advocate. Please reach out if you need anything at all. You can find our contact information at jmba.com. Important disclosure information. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Therefore, it should not be assumed that future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or undertaken by JMBA financial advisors or any non-investment related services, will be profitable, equal any historical performance levels, be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation, or prove successful. A copy of our current written disclosure brochure discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request. The scope of the services to be provided depends upon the needs of the client and the terms of the engagement. Please see important disclosure information at www.jmba.com disclosure.